Hi everyone, before we get into this week's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to the people that make this podcast possible from a financial standpoint. So let's give a big shout out to our sponsors. First, Spit the Dummy Records. Spit the Dummy Records is a Sydney-based bedroom label which is distributing dead formats to the masses and they are distributing my dead formats to the masses. Uh, pre-orders are almost up for... Uh, merch for my album things work out for people like you you can pick up a cassette you can pick up a shirt and you can pick up a tote bag any of the three combinations of two and you can pick up all three if your heart so desires but uh yeah we are getting in the very final orders for that so if that is of interest then i would strongly recommend getting on to spit the dummy records bigcartel.com and making the magic happen from there. Support also comes from Sad Girls Club. You know about Sad Girls Club. It is a non-male music collective getting non-male voices heard uh, and that includes the Transgender Weekender which is happening on the 20th of August at the Newtown Neighborhood Center. It is $10 on the door or $5 if you are a concession. But uh, if you are... Don't want to risk getting turned away on the on the off chance that, you know, it does sell out on the day. Then pre-sale tickets are up now via Eventbrite. So uh, head over to Transgender Weekender. You can find that on Facebook. And, of course, you can find out more information about all of this at sadgirlsclub.com. That's sad, G-R-R-R-L-S-C-L-U-B dot com. Last but not least, support for all my friends are in bar bands comes from you. Yes, people, for as little as $1 a month, you can help keep this podcast up and running. It really, really helps. There are always funds to keep this up on SoundCloud and up on Podcast Machine, which hosts the site. Uh, there's various yeah fees and stuff involved in that. And also, you know, traveling to, to meet up with the, the people that I'm interviewing, etc. There's all, all different costs that go into making this happen. These podcasts just don't grow on trees, motherfuckers. But, uh, yeah, I'd be doing it regardless. I'd be re- doing it if people weren't invested financially. But the fact that people are means so much to me. It validates what I'm doing so, so much. And I appreciate it so, so much. If you would like to be one of those people uh, throwing in a little bit to the tip jar every single month, then you can do that by heading to patreon.com slash barbands. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S. Let's kick it. Hey everyone, it's David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are in Bar Bounds. Okay, you've probably already noticed by now that we are up a little early. Uh, usually at this time on the internet, you are listening to All My Friends Are Plants, but they didn't want my 10.30 time slot. Uh, but I was able to talk to All My Friends Are Plants into changing with All My Friends Are Cooks, although they didn't want to trade at first. But fortunately, All My Friends Are White Supremacists was cancelled and all the trades worked out. 
so the reason that I am up early is because by the time you are hearing this, I am jet setting uh, over to Adelaide to be part of the absolutely awesome lineup for Party Party Part C. I get to see a bunch of awesome friends of the show and uh, some some new friends as well. Uh, it's going to feature people like the Heartaches and Camp Cope. Lincoln Lefevre and the Insiders, Corpus, the guys from Raccoon City Police Department are playing as Roadhouse, which is like an alter ego country band, I believe, so I'm, I'm keen to see what all that is like. Uh, there's some cool shit going on. It's my first time ever performing in Adelaide, and uh, yeah, it's a really, really exciting time, so I'm looking forward to that immensely. Of course, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. I uh, I let this slip when I was uh, posting uh, to my loyal patrons earlier this week, but uh, I guess now that a bit of time has passed, I can tell you now, next week's guests are DZ Death Race. That's right, we had a chat with Simon and Shane from the band uh, while they were in town as part of the absolutely ridiculous Violent Soho Tour, which also incorporated June Rats and previous guests of the show, The Gooch Bombs. So plenty to look forward to uh, in the weeks to come. And of course, two massive, massive guests for episodes 59 and episode 60. We will get to that very, very soon. All will be revealed. Some of you have already figured it out, and I'm uh, very appreciative of your sleuthing. Uh, but for those that haven't, I will leave that uh, kind of I'll leave that hanging just a little bit longer. Today's guest is Tom Lanyon. Uh, Tom Lanyon is a singer and songwriter from Melbourne, originally out uh, in the Dandenong area, but now more uh, more more close to the city. Uh, he is the lead singer and rhythm guitarist in a band called Series. That's C. E-R-E-S. They put their debut album out in 2014. It's entitled I Don't Want To Be Anywhere But Here. And uh, they've done a bunch of tours uh, around the country with bands like The Hotelier and bands like Violent Soho. This was recorded on the former's tour. So we spoke to Tom while he was in town as part of The Hotelier tour. Uh, which is, coincidentally enough, where we also spoke to Carbon Carb, who were guests a while ago. Uh, this is one that I've had in the archives for a while, quite similar to the Joel Martirana episode from quite recently. So uh, I figured I would finally get it out of the way and, uh, yeah, out into the system. So I'm sorry it's taken so, so long to get up, but uh, yeah, I think it's a good one. I think there's some good shit in here. Uh, one thing I have to note, uh, this is only the second time this has ever happened. While we're recording the interview, right in the in the final, I think, two minutes of uh, the interview, uh, the batteries died on my recorder, I, and I didn't check until later. So, uh, how to put this? It was a 30-minute interview, and we got 28 minutes and 50 seconds. So, I think we miss maybe the last 90 to 90 seconds to two minutes. So nothing major, but uh, I thought I would bring it up and uh, I will come in at the end to, uh, I guess, properly uh, clarify and wrap things up. Uh, I figured it was still worth sharing, even though there was a slight malfunction. Uh, you know, it's, it's better than not putting anything up at all, you know? Anyway, uh, I thought I'd share with this with you now. I hope you're doing well. If you're in Adelaide, I will see you very, very soon. 
And uh, if uh, you don't live in Adelaide, I'm sure I'll see you around at a show sometime soon, regardless. Let's get on with it. Let's have a chat with Tom Lanyon. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. Today, I would like to introduce you to my friend, Tom Lanyard. Hello, DJY. How are you, my friend? I'm very well. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely, dude. It's uh, great to have you on. We are, once again, for the umpteenth time on this podcast, out the back of the goddamn beer garden at goddamn Black White Goddamn <laughs> Records, the center of the universe. Amen, amen. We have arrived at the center of the universe, yep. and it feels absolutely incredible. It feels just as hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it is only going to get hotter. Yeah, amen. Oh, shit. Nelly, Nelly hasn't got shit <laughs> on how hot in here it is going to get tonight. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you that much. That's for oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, uh, yeah, you you guys uh, smack bang in the middle of the Hotelier tour, doing a bunch of uh, shows with those gentlemen. Yep. How yep. have you found the shows, man? Uh, they've been awesome. They've been really cool. Some have been kind of mellow, but um, still pretty intense, and then others have been pretty rowdy, and um, I don't know, it's been really good times. Um, last time Wollongong was up there, that was so sick. Yeah, that at was Rad a lot Bar. of fun. Yeah, that <laughs> shit got pretty weird up there, so that was good. That was, uh, that was a good time, and hopefully Black White tonight's going to be just the same. Yeah, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. It's a rarity that uh, this comes up. So when, usually when I talk to people and I, we talk about how we met for the first time, it's usually like I went and saw them at a show or, you know, we knew the same sort of people. Yeah. But we actually met because of this podcast, which is fucking bizarre yeah, to me. Yeah, it's, it's full so, circle. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know. So we were, I believe we were backstage at the first night of Poison City Weekend at 170 Russell. We were. We'd just seen Smith Street Band and Andrew Jackson Jihad and yep. a bunch of other people just blowing minds, just doing what they do. Yeah. And up saunters old mate and tells me that he's a fan of the podcast. I'm just like, oh, whoa, whoa, what? wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. And I, maybe part of me was like, I am 100% a fan of the podcast, but then I'm also like, maybe if I say I'm a fan of the podcast, I can actually be on this thing. That'd be sick. So here we are. It works. it works. I know, it totally works. I totally duped you, and now here we are. <laughs> it's all emotional manipulation. Oh, yeah, I, I listen to it all the time. I can't wait till it comes out and listen to it at work with my headphones and um, just listen to all our friends talking. Because, like, so many of our friends have been on, like, my friends personally have been on yeah, too, right, so right. it's like, this is great. It's great. Yeah, awesome, man. That's so, so, so thanks, cool. Thanks for your hard work. And Oh, well, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate that. No worries. Yeah, so uh, you've done the weekend uh, the last few years, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How's that been like for you guys? Because I know, like... Uh, You've only been around like a relatively short period of time, but in that time, you've definitely like built up the profile. And like every year, like more and more people are singing along and know yeah. what you guys are up to and yeah. shit like uh, that. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, weekender for us, it was always definitely like a bit of a lighthouse, you know, in the port in the storm kind of thing. We yeah. um, were so keen to get on there as soon as we um, knew about it. I'm like, I was pretty ignorant to the whole scene before we started. I feel really bad yeah. about it. I've got really? like, this guilt. Yeah. yeah, every time kids are singing along, I'm just like, oh, god damn it. I should, <laughs> wish I supported this way more than I did. So, like, we, I knew about Poison City and uh, Weekender and stuff like that, um, and especially some of those bands, but only since starting the band and um, becoming friends with those guys did we really sort of want to start to get involved. Mm. And that kind of happened just really naturally. Like, you know, you don't get it. The first time we started a band, like, in the first year, we're like, oh, my God, 
let's get on Poison City or Poison City Weekender at least um, yeah, yeah, or yeah. even get on a label let's get signed to them rah, rah. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't happen and you're like oh, why do we suck but it's just that nat- cool natural progression that I think we've all got and all our bands friend, yeah. friends bands have got that's like yeah. sort of you could kind of earn it maybe yeah I, maybe. I think that's a, that's a, that's yeah that's a fair point yeah so well the first time we played I can't remember that I think it was me must have been we played I think it was only last year maybe that, no. yeah last 2014 oh man my mind stopped working it was with Knapsack we, we took yeah, Knapsack yeah, yeah. and we came up to year. Sydney that yeah, was last yeah, yeah. year yeah and then we played um, we played the pre-kender and then, and, and then we and played the Sunday. Sunday at the Rev yeah, yeah so that right. was six I was like holy shit it was like going from no Poison City weekend and stuff to like like five shows in that week yeah and you did have the same basic setup this year as well yeah yeah well we played yeah we played Precander and then why was there another show why am I so bad at remembering stuff <laughs> anyway I'm sure they were good but like Precander was sick and then just being around like coming to all those shows again is just so great we're so stoked so yeah. um, we love it so thanks Poison City for having us on board yeah ka-ching yeah, 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 yeah. sweet sweet mentions yeah. Andy will be stoked yeah thanks Andy <laughs> big ledge oh fucking champion I hope yeah. he listens I bet he does oh, everyone does man you everyone does shut Oh, they yeah, do yeah. not. Yeah, I'll get him to ask if he can be on the podcast. <laughs> he has been on the podcast. Damn it. Oh, yeah, I listened to it. It was awesome. <laughs> man, you are not good with memory. Oh, no, I'm retarded. Oh, right. man. Uh, with that, I'm, I'm very uh, hesitant to ask this next question. <laughs> or any other questions. Or oh, yeah, any other question, indeed, that slightly involves memory. Thanks, G- mate. G.Y. just gave me a beer. Thanks, G.Y. Love oh, you. Oh, legend. Uh, so I want to know how you originally became interested in music and how it became a part of your life to the point where you wanted to start playing so tell us a little bit about your upbringing how music kind of came to be a part of that I mean everyone says it especially on your podcast it's like what my parents listen to and stuff like that yeah yeah of course Um, my I don't really know what my uh, my dad died when he when I was six right Um, so I don't really know what he he listened to so I was kind of stuck with just mum's records and I'm pretty sure they were all just like uh, John Farnham which is awesome. Nothing I, wrong with I love that, it. Yeah. I'm so into it. Bit of um, age of reason. John, yeah, fully. John Farnham actually taught me. I remember being a kid in the car and listening to the records, and you know the songs that just fade off and they don't finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even said to Mum then, I was like, I hate songs that do that. And I still do. <laughs> I don't hate like the song. I just wish they. It's had, just like, where are they going? Yeah, no. It's like there's more song. Turn it back up. This song's <laughs> this song's banging. Yeah. Um, so it was probably Mum listening. Mum and I listened to John Farnham in the car with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I remember we went to, uh, Mum and I went to a Hootie and the Blowfish concert together. Oh, no, shit! <laughs> yeah, it was so sick. Wow! It was really, really good. Um, oh, man, bit of Let Her Cry. Yeah, I, oh, that's, I think that's classic. the only song I can remember. But, um, man, damn, it was good. Um, what else? John Farnham, Hootie, you know, just all the classics, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Just one of the worst, probably, upbringings <laughs> ever. She also listened to a lot of classical music. And, oh, right. Uh, and it kind of like the melody. I can definitely hear a lot of Rachmaninoff in what you're doing now. Thank you, appreciate that. It's subtle, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, uh, you know, I think, but I think that kind of instilled a bit of the melancholy in me as well. I remember no, okay. she, okay, gave, yeah. she gave me this some like ABC. It was an ABC um, compilation called Swoon. Oh, And right. it was um, Swoon 2, and it had this song called. Asleep, the snow came falling, or something like wow. full emo. I was like, This is like an emo that record, brutal, I know. and it was this really like crushing song. And that kind of, um, I don't know, I really loved it. I loved like feeling sad from music, and I was like, right, Whoa, yeah, like, you know, you know, that feeling we get when it's like if, if the sad kind of feels good sometimes, yeah, yeah, totally weird. Anyway, so that was that was happening when I was a full kid, and then yeah, how'd you grow up? I grew up in the Dandenongs, which is um, east like way east of Melbourne, right, yeah, it's like yeah. 50k out of Melbourne. It's pretty much until like fringe eastern suburbs until it becomes um, country Victoria right so it wasn't like 
there wasn't a lot of going to the city and seeing shows and shit like that. And yeah. as I was saying, I mean, I'm jumping ahead a bit, but that was me just being a bit of a ignorant dickhead and not supporting our wonderful Melbourne scene that is supporting me so much right now. So I'm just like, oh man, I feel like paying the kid every time. Well, you're making up a show. lot of time, man. I know. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, so it was just that, and then I think for punk music it was. It must have been my brother James gave me a um, gave me Dude Ranch on cassette. Oh, of course. Yeah. And he and a, you know, do you remember listening with cassettes? And it's like because you kept you liked the song, you'd rewind and you'd never ever like. I never I don't think I ever got to the end of Dude Ranch because really? it, it was forty minutes, forty songs. Oh, you were just listening to fucking um, pretty, Josie over. One hundred percent, pretty much. Yeah, I'm like, oh, and you'd listen to it and you'd rewind it, and I was like, it'd take you forever to get to the end of the um, to the record. So anyway. That was that was hooked. I was like, "What is this? What is Do Ranch? What's Blink Way Two? This is the sickest shit ever." Um, and then that was it. Yeah, that was like '98. Where, how old were you then? Um, how old was I in '98? Oh god, I'm also bad at maths. Um, you're killing me here, man. '98. Uh, I was, I think I was 12. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So I was just starting high school, or just finishing your sixth grade six. Yeah, yeah, like that. that transitional period. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I was getting pubes and stuff, and like, oh boy, I don't know what was happening to my body. It wasn't pretty, but it was happening. When did you pick up an instrument? Was it guitar that you started off with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't start till year nine. Oh, okay. So I was, I was probably 15, and there was a friend of mine who, um, he had a guitar at his house, and I was like, acoustic guitar, and mm. he taught me how to play Damn It. And I was oh, like... Oh, yes. Yeah, and I was like, Damn It's really hard. I couldn't play it properly. <laughs> and he's like, well, come to... Um, I do... Um, he's doing he's just started guitar lessons he's like get a guitar and come and I was like sick alright did that we did that for a year and it was the best guitar lessons it was just like we'd bring the, the teacher songs that we wanted to learn uh-huh. and he'd just teach them to us and write it down and we'd just play them so it was no like I had no idea what a G chord was you mm-hmm. know none of that shit um, and we uh, first song I ever learnt was Monument by Jebediah do you know oh, that song oh nice it's yeah like, yeah like yeah. the B side off the um, off the Leaving Home single holy it's shit it's so dope it's so good and then I saw him play live like that last year or, or middle of this year and they played that song oh I, the 20 years of Jebediah yeah, tour, yeah. I, got, I got full misty eyed oh, I was like man. bringing it back I was like this is this is full circle this is why I started playing oh, guitar oh man that's fucking beautiful yeah, I, was pretty, I love it I was it. pretty pissed though, as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course you get smashed at Jebediah's yeah, shows man yeah. that's, a, that's an Aussie institution yeah fully <laughs> um, so was, yeah when I got the guitar I was like oh instantly didn't want to sort of play other people's songs just all, mm. always was kind of like oh why like I just want to write my own stuff and you know I was a sad 15 year old kid I got shit to say about girls oh yeah totally um, let's have a crack at it and um, yeah I just I kind of instantly started writing really really bad really bad 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 corny cheesy bad songs I, I could probably show you some I don't know oh, where that oh for real like, you still have that well, recorded it, it sucks because it was like that was the internet like the, the virgin internet days so it's like MySpace and stuff I'm sure there's songs oh, on there oh you had shit up on MySpace I've got stuff up on um, I shouldn't say this actually people might look I got stuff up on Unearth called, my, and my solo band name was called Gemma Loves Never. Gemma Loves Never. And it is oh my shit. god! Don't listen to was it. Was it all one word? Uh, uh, it wasn't, but it should have been. That would have been way better because it all stylized with like lowercase oh, yeah. or something like that. I remember that was a MySpace thing. Fucking never shout never and play radio play and shit yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like how shit, like how, I thought I was being so original. I remember reading it in like, a diary of some girls who showed me something and I was like mm. Gemma Love's Never that's so cool that's, what... that's really deep man. I know yeah. fully and now it's really <laughs> shitty um, so yeah I don't know I just constantly tried to start writing my own songs but that was when I was you know 15 to that was all high school years oh so you didn't have bands in high I school I never ever had a band really Series is my first band no shit yeah I never I had to buy that electric guitar I'm going to play tonight is the same guitar I had to buy to um 
to play my first show. No shit. For series, yeah. What was your first show? We played at the Northcote Social Club. Why? Wow. Yeah, I know. We were stoked. Because like, we, we went to band. We saw bands. Yeah, that's a fucking amazing room. Yeah, and this guy... Um, their band was called Creatures of Karma, and uh, okay. they were completely like not, at, I mean, our music at all. Uh, but I got to thank that dude. He was like, he was a real legend because they all just he ran this thing called, oh, shit, what was it called? I don't know. It was kind of, it was kind of like Music Night, and right, it ran right, out right. of um, John Curtin and stuff. Okay. Um, so he had us play there um, after the Northcote thing. But anyway, this is it was his it was his album launch, and he sold it out. But I'm pretty sure. All our family sold it out. Like our friends and family, <laughs> yeah, they all came, right. and we were shitting our pants. And I, I didn't know how to use a. Ch- I bought a guitar tuner for that show, and I didn't know how to use it. So, so I walk out on stage and I'm like, oh shit, like, Reese, Reese, what does this mean? What are dang, these dots dang, mean? Dang, yeah, is, is green good? Is green good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fully. It's, it's moving. What's happening? All oh, my strings are red. Is that yeah, good? Yeah. So I think this is that's all part of why um, why I don't feel very. Deserved of our band success, <laughs> not not minimal success, but you know, it's a, yeah, well, it's it's it's, a, it's something. It's definitely a star. Like, yeah. um, where, how did you meet the other guys in the in the bands? Like, Reese and I uh, were mutual friends, kind of on opposite ends of like sort of a big group of friends. Yeah, right. And they were all from down the coast, down the peninsula, and we all sort of went down there a bunch and surfed and shit like that. Um, and he. Uh, he came up to me one time at a party and I was wearing a I was wearing a it wasn't a Descendants t-shirt but it was like a, one of those parody Descendants t-shirts oh whatever. sure yeah yeah I can't remember I think it was like a no sleep one or something it wasn't yeah, very yeah. cool um, anyway he came up and goes sick shirt that's awesome and I was like oh thanks thanks man and I had never met him before and he's like he goes do you want to start a band he, oh, he, t- he, he was saying that my brother had told him that he, I could play guitar so I was like oh shit <laughs> he's like, yeah he's like you want to start a band and he's a big tall motherfucker Oh yeah, he's, like I said the last night, he's a fucking. He looks like a rugby player, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he's like tall, but he's also super handsome. So I'm like, I was a little lost in his eyes for a minute. I'm like, is this guy talking to me? <laughs> and uh, he's like, you let's start a band. And I was like, a little taken aback. And I was kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. And in my mind, saying, fuck no, I'm not starting a band with you. I don't even know you, dude. Um, and then somehow a week later, we ended up, you know, like this crappy practice space and he brought two electric guitars because I didn't have one I brought my acoustic one and we were sitting like across from each other like you and I now yeah right and it was like like an awkward date and Ooh. he's like he goes what can you play and I was like I don't know like I, I didn't I forgot damn it so that's the only cover I knew <laughs> oh and Monument I think I could probably play Monument but I don't think I did um, and then he's like I can play this and does this weird noodly riff and I was like cool I could, I could probably do this over the top and then I'm pretty sure that was Damn Lines that was the first song we ever wrote oh, wow. yeah he he just bought a delay pedal kind of thing, and that goes and and he originally that song had this crazy shitty delay. It sounded like Angels and Airwaves or something. Oh wow, or yeah, the, or you too. Oh, like the edge, like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and we're like, oh, we just remember going, this is so sick. That sounds amazing. And then we went to record it, and the producer dude's like, maybe get rid of that delay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe lose the edge. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Too much edge. Get too rid much of it. edge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see that guy fall off the stage that time. Oh yes! It was the best fun. Fucking I, incredible! I yeah, I repeat, repeat that over and over. Yeah, yeah, just watch it on loop. Oh yeah, that's the best. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so How old were you at this point? Um, I was old, like, because we started late. Um, that was probably four years ago, so I was yeah. twenty-six. Right. So how like you didn't play guitar like regularly at that point? In between or? all that, yeah, like that. I mean, or, I, I did. So that Gemini loves never that classic solo. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That was all kind of like in my 
mid twenties. Right, right. Um, so I just constantly wrote stuff, but I only ever did it like cathartically. And, and you kind of, and you never played live. No, never, ever, yeah. never. No, I did like a. I think I remember doing. I do remember doing a, an acoustic competition um, back in the day, but I got it like kind of. I think I came second. It's yeah, pretty cool. That's something. Yeah, and someone's like, "You sound like Kiss Chasey." I was like, shut up. <laughs> shut up and I do. Depending Damn on it. depending on what year someone said that, that's a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally, is it? And I think it was in the bad years. So, oh. Uh, I know. Uh, anyway, so I, it was, just, yeah, it was fully just writing songs, but I never kept any of them, so we never used any. They're all series songs or all new, new kind of songs. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, we met, and we met a couple more times and did that, and mm. it was just me and him, and then got this bass player in, um, who's a legend, but he didn't work out. And then I knew GY, who plays bass for us now. Yeah. We used to go to Soundwave and stuff together. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he's such a legend. And um, I knew he played bass. And I saw him at a pub one time. It was actually above the corner in Melbourne. And I walked up to him and I was like, man, do you want to... I was kind of like the Reese in this situation. And I was like, dude, do you want to start a band? He was already in a band. I was like, do you want to play bass for my band? And he's like, yeah. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, 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 cool, all right. I'm like, really? Do you know what it is? He goes, no, 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 no. When, where, like, just whenever, where's practice? And it's in Collingwood, and he seemed sweet, and we did it. And then he knew Frankie, and the rest is kind of history. And wow. Frank, Frank was amazing. I remember the first um, band practice we did with Frank, and he, I think he thought it was a tryout, and it wasn't. We're just like stoked to have a drummer. And he finished, yeah. finished it all, and he's like, um, he goes, oh, we're walking outside, and he goes, so is it official? Am I in the band? And I'm just saying, you're the only drummer we know, man. You're in. You're in. <laughs> you're in. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you go across this fucking country, there is a drought of drummers, man. Yeah, what's Always. the deal? <laughs> yeah. And they're all dickheads. What's, what's going on here? 47 guitarists, 97 bass players, but <laughs> one drummer across like 15 bands. Like, did you see Frank last night? He was the last song he plays jam song and he's doing that cool moody drumming and like our thing what we're trying to learn to do is fill our awkward empty spaces and my shitty tuning with yeah. stuff like it's just band one and one it's pretty easy and he's mm. doing that drumming last night and then he just stops halfway through and has a drink from his water bottle and I was yeah. like fuck Frank get, get, get profesh come on man I know anyway you gotta have someone in the band to pick up the slack uh, yeah, yeah 100% for sure so tell us about series touring for the first time yeah. like uh, how did that kind of come about that was because because we never, we released Luck the EP, right? Um, yeah, and we never toured on it. We only started playing shows off that. We had a two-song demo before that, uh-huh. and then quickly released Luck, and then we only played Melbourne shows, and then we started organizing the release of the full length. So it was yeah. forever. Like it was, I think it was a year and a half before we played outside of Melbourne. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah right. It's been. It feels like it's been like super slow, but it's also been really quick. It's such a weird yeah. timeline. Um, but anyway, it was, it was because of the full length um, that we decided, fuck it, we'll just go play some shows. Mm. And the first show we played outside was down in Tassie, of all places. Oh, really? And it was the best fun. It was so sick. We was, like, that, was that in Launceston? Um, we played one down in Hobart at the Brisbane. And yeah. then, then we played one in Launceston. And yeah, that nice. was before Club 54. Um, they had a thing called um, the Pav. Oh yeah, I think it's still there. Yeah, and it was um, transvestite night, and it was oh shit, real thing. It was there was a what was it? There was a festival playing, and Luca Brasi were all there. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know how we knew those guys then. 
I thought we knew them. Maybe we didn't. Maybe they just rocked up. They're all so nice. I feel like they'll, you know, they're, it's like instant mates. Oh dudes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every one of those guys, you know, they'll they'll treat you like your best mate if they've met you once. You yeah, know? fully, fully. That's the best. I love those homies. Yeah, they're the best. Um, anyway, we um they they were playing a thing called Breath of Life, a festival, and right. it finished mega late, and it was transvestite night at the pub, and so we're all downstairs, and they all came in, and like we're all partying with these like giant giant guys dressed dressed in dresses, and it was the best one ever. And anyway, then he, then. We played about 2 a.m. upstairs at the pub, and it was next level. It was like full, like Reese got hit, in the, someone threw a bottle of Reese's head and it hit him like right, I was like watching his face and it hit him right in the head, and it was the best ever. Holy shit, did he get knocked out or? No, he was sweet. <laughs> you can't knock that dude out, have a look at him. It was next level. That's a bottle though, you know. Um, yeah, true. true. Uh, <laughs> you get it at the right point, you could take someone out like a light. 100%. Anyway, yeah, he, he stood upright and kept riffing, and um, it was the best ever. So we thought, we'll be back, Tassie, we'll be back. And then that rest of that tour, we actually went everywhere. We went to Perth. Went, like, we go, we, on that tour, we went further than we have kind of like on this tour. So yeah, yeah. it was pretty extensive. Um, but we did it. It was sick. And you guys uh, did the Violent Soho tour for a bunch of dates last year as well? Um, uh, yep, sure yeah. did. Yeah, how was that experience for you that guys? Was, that was huge. That was, I think even last night, like guys kind of come up, came up to me and were like, "Yeah, we saw, saw you, saw, saw you, Soho." Yeah, like, that's kind of like a, that's a tagline we get <laughs> from now on, um, which is the best because yeah. like whatever we'd we'd be, uh, I don't think we'd be sort of as well known as we are right now with yeah. those guys. Um, and that was like a complete trip. We were just sitting there one day, and got a call from their manager, and just said, "Hey, um, it's a big one. Do you guys want to come on tour? It's um, twenty-two dates." And you got to let me know in a day. So thanks, Yates, for that. Oh, but, um, and we're like shitting our pants trying to figure it out because the whole of November, um, I think it was about six weeks long. Yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was epic. It was so good. We were stoked. And that was just that we've never played. We might not ever play some of those places again. We yeah. played Darwin, played Bunbury, um, played like all the all the South Coast of WA, mm. just real real um, real remote places. So it went everywhere, so it was sick. It was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And now, have, have you found touring to be kind of a learning curve? Like you said, you know, going out on stage for the first time, not even knowing how to use a tune, or are you still learning more about, you know, what constitutes being a good live fan? Yeah, every day. You, yeah. I think you got to. I'm so bad at stuff. Like, I've got a pedal, I've got a tuner, and I've got a, like, a gain kind of pedal. Yep, yep, And yep. that's all I can handle. If you put anything else in the mix, I'm screwed. Oh, no. So I've got to learn. Like, we're, we're not, like... We're not the best band, but I think we kind of like at least we, we just come at it with a bit of heart, and so people are kind of like, "Oh, sweet, they can yeah. connect that way." It's not like these guys are technically brilliant. Wow, look at that man, his pedals. It's not that. <laughs> look kind. at that, I've been a seven string. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I don't know anything about gear. Like, I just, I mean, if I was any respectable man, I probably would have a better guitar out there. But, but I kind of drop it all the time. I throw it yeah, around yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, oh man, what's the point of having this thing? Shit. Yeah, uh, but it was. Um, uh, so yeah we are learning every day mm. even like even last night about cutting sets like dropping songs that don't work and, yeah 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 um, and Frankie trying to do that cool drum fill in between <laughs> and he screwed it up so we're st- yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him for that we'll though, get right? him yeah. So, yeah as long as maybe just uh, record him doing it on a loop and just play it in between Fully, songs no, yeah I know I'm trying to get Reese to get a loop pedal so he can just like strum something out and loop it I might wow, just do that wow, wow. yeah like, yeah he, perfect that's all you need he's, he's not into it <laughs> he, he has a thing he's like Oh, if I was in the crowd and I was watching me, I don't want to. I don't want to see me noodle. 
I don't even know what that means. That's, that's a trip. That's a weird thing. Screw that. Yeah, yeah. More noodling the better. I agree. Yeah, just noodle man. It saves me saying something so stupid on stage and like completely. Like sometimes I get people to rate our show out of ten like halfway through the set, uh-huh. and it never goes well. Oh. It's always just so bad. It's like six. I know. Fully. Six would be awesome. It's like it's either, it's either two or just silence. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just try and quickly tune some more, and I'll, I'll be out of here. It sucks. It's so bad. Yeah. That's alright. I have full faith that you'll be a 10 out of 10 one day. Yes, thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I felt that show last night was up there, not us being a 10 out of 10 band, but just the energy and shit in that room. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Can't wait to go back. That was sick. Never yeah. played there before. Yeah, it was sick to have you guys. Yeah, right? yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, thanks, man. Of course. Um, so, what do you uh, do? You have any further plans for uh, what you want out of this band now that it's you know kind of in a fuller momentum and yeah. you have stuff out there and you have you know you have people interested and engaged and invested in what you're doing? Yeah, we just want to keep recording. We want to write yeah, more yeah, records. Sure. We just want to write like epic, just records that everyone can kind of just get behind and, yeah. and feel good about listening to and mm-hmm. um, so that's the next step I think touring for us is so sick yeah. but it's hard we all work full time I mean if it was up to us I don't think we'd be one of those bands that we all quit our jobs and, and just send this thing straight to the moon Yeah, um, I think we're going to be a bit of a slow, slower burn and do this stuff when we can Yeah, um, I mean that's why this year was so kind of quiet is because yeah. we were writing for the record new record and then we wanted to do our own tour and then this one came up and we love Hotelier and we love Chris and Bosma so yeah, it's yeah. too good to say no to I think next year will be more of the same we're going to release next, we'll record and release a record next year fantastic can't wait um, we're like halfway through demoing but we've got about oh, 15 15 songs half done there's <laughs> a new thing where I can't finish a song that's scary oh no so I'm like I don't know what do you, do you do that do you ever like, sometimes yeah if, if sometimes I have like two separate ideas that aren't working on their own and then I'll like take bits of either of them and put them together and just like oh okay this is I, I kind of have a bit more of a direction now yeah I think I might start doing that if I if, what have I got I've got say I've got 14 songs yeah if you crunch two of them together I've got seven that's not bad yeah um, yeah I think I need to start doing that but I need to figure it out so this is the other thing like we're still learning how to like really write a epic song like, yeah. you know what it's like you sit down sometimes and a whole song comes out in one go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Don't, don't change a thing yeah other times it's a complete another time you're fucking slaving over it for months oh, you're just like oh what am I doing yeah. what am I doing it's like and, and I've lost patience with that so it's like which sucks because now we've just got a whole bunch of cool ideas that I don't think you'll ever see a live day because it's just like yeah we just couldn't finish it yeah um, but we'll see we've got a lot of I'm, we're really happy with like the direction it's going it's kind of um getting a little more adult contemporary Ooh. if that's a thing John Farnham yeah holy shit mum was right I've got a couple of fade out tracks at the end of the yes, song I knew it I know oh, you need to come around no no rue the day that happens <laughs> don't worry um, yeah I don't know it's gonna It's. I'm, I'm stoked it's, it's getting a little more um, more mature hopefully excellent we'll see so I'm very, very excited very excited about it oh that is wonderful man alright yeah. we'll wrap it up there but uh, before we do that I ask this of all of my guests and I'm sure you know what I'm about to ask yeah alrighty out with it I want to know about your best and worst gig experiences as a performer feel free to start on either or the floor is yours it's so easy to be negative so I might go the negative route first do it okay Reese and I played a vegan festival um, fun Reese is now a vegetarian but I don't think he was back then and right. I'm, I'm not 
at all. So I felt phony from the start. Right. Um, peddling my wares at a vegan festival. I love it. I'm so down for it. I'm just such a pussy that I, just, I don't think I'll ever stop eating meat. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, anyway, so we played this vegan festival, just him and I, with, with electric guitars to about, I think, one person and a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in the middle of the day, and we just fucked up every single song. To the point where it was like, I don't know, I think he was playing a different song and I was playing another song. And oh, shit. Yeah, it was really bad. And the, I think the dog walked off and the guy maybe clapped for one song and that was about it. Ouch. Yeah. And so it was like, all right, maybe maybe no more vegan festivals. Mm. Um, it was cool. Like, good food. It's delish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we just drowned our sorrows in a few few wraps, <laughs> a few falafel wraps. Um, so that was really, really bad. I don't know what else is bad. They've all been kind of cool. Just that one. We've never fucked up really bad. Like I'm just waiting for the day where it's just like I have to like walk it off stage apart, or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you can kind of. Like, that's the beauty of that punk rock beast. You can kind of just like just see where it goes. Yeah, just yeah, let yeah. this thing happen. So definitely that vegan festival was just a hell right. But delicious fluffer wrap. So I don't know. Is that a good thing? Is that a good show? Mm, yes. It came good. Bad show, good food. Yeah. Yeah, that's that one. All right, what about your best? We play a Christmas show um, every year. Right, um, nice. Yeah, Grace Darling Basement. Uh-huh. And it's the floor, it's like, I'm, I'm like six foot and I sort of graze the top of the roof. You would 100%. Oh, shit. And it's, you know, it's like one of those full basement shows. We're all on the ground and... Um, and it's super sweaty and we try and do it at the end of everyone's work breakup in Melbourne so it's like a Friday night last week of work kind of thing everyone's so ready to party and get so rowdy and uh, I think they've been some of my favourites We've yeah. actually had to move it out of there because it's getting too... There's too many people. And yeah, it's wow. getting, like, mega dangerous. Shit. The Grace the cool. They're so mellow. And they're just like, oh, yeah, just keep coming. And I think we fit, like, 130 people in one time. And oh. you fully should only fit about 40, I reckon. Oh, man. Yeah. So there you go. I think you got a general idea of uh, the uh, the gist of the end of that conversation. I should point out, actually, that uh, the album that Tom was talking about, the album that they were writing at the end of last year, that has actually now been fully written, it's been produced, and it's been recorded, and it is uh, mixed, mastered, and ready to go. The album is called Drag It Down On You, and uh, that is going to be out on the 2nd of September through our very good friends at Cooking Vinyl Australia. So uh, if you're interested, head over to dragitdownonyou.com and uh, you'll be able to pre-order that and uh, find some cool little packages for that as well. I'm sure that they will be uh, doing some touring a bit later on this year as well. So if you haven't seen them, do check them out. Uh, I've found them to get even better and better as I've seen them. I've seen them about five or six times now, and uh, they have really stepped it up. So, uh, yeah, much respect to series and much respect to you guys for listening. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next week. I'm David James Young, and all my friends This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com.